This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by Curious Plots, a full-service marketing, communications, and consulting agency formerly known as FLM Harvest. Learn more at CuriousPlots.agency. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Congressional Democrats are working to move infrastructure and build back better reconciliation legislation and saw a key financial document be published today. The Joint Committee on Taxation released its analysis of the $1.75 trillion legislation today. According to that analysis, the bill would generate $1.47 trillion in revenues from new taxes. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and other Democratic leaders are trying to whip support for the reconciliation package now. And earlier today, she said the caucus is working to come to an agreement. Our members are engaged in very thoughtful deliberation with each other. Uh, nine, as I said to you before, 90 percent of this bill has been agreed to House, Senate, White House, and written. We made some changes since last week. People need to uh, familiarize themselves with it. That was the purpose of our meeting this morning. As I said, it made me very proud and was inspired by just once again hearing the depth of knowledge and breath of vision uh, of our colleagues. According to media reports, the House could move toward votes in the next day or two, but it's also possible the process could continue to linger on. Stay tuned to AgriPulse for more as the conversation unfolds. On the other side of Capitol Hill, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer is teeing up action on the nomination of Robert Bonney to head up USDA's farm production and conservation efforts. Most USDA undersecretary nominations are approved through voice votes, but that process requires a lack of objections from members of the Senate. Senate Ag Committee Ranking Member John Bozeman tells AgriPulse several of his Republican colleagues have raised objections to Bonnie's nomination, not necessarily over issues with his qualifications, but over other frustrations with the Biden administration. The Senate is on recess next week. Phil Brasher has more in his story on AgriPulse.com. Ag organizations are keeping a close eye on the costs farmers will face in the upcoming growing season. AgriPulse's Hannah Pagel has more. Farmers already face two battles going into next year's planting season, steep input price increases and the possibility of a fertilizer shortage. With MAP up 89%, potash up 98%, anhydrous up 150%, and then just Monday, urea jumps $15 a ton. With these prices, it's just unbelievable. That's Gary Porter, a Missouri farmer and board member of the National Corn Growers Association. Porter says many different factors feed into the possibility of a fertilizer shortage. The International Trade Commission imposing tariffs on our phosphate from Morocco and Russia, and we had all-time high natural gas prices. And with the shortages we've had, we've drawn down our stocks a lot. And then we had a hurricane hit the South Gulf. So with all these things hitting together, it's not going to be an easy fix. NCGA and four other ag groups filed a legal brief calling on the U.S. Court of International Trade to overturn the June 2021 decision to allow steep tariffs to be placed on phosphate fertilizer imports from Morocco and Russia. Bill Thompson has more on agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Pagel. Finally today, a bipartisan contingent of Midwest governors is asking Environmental Protection Agency Administrator Michael Regan to grease the wheels on allowing year-round sales of E15. In a letter to Regan, the governors of Iowa, Nebraska, Minnesota, Missouri, Wisconsin, and North and South Dakota ask Regan to explore actions that could be taken at the administrative level to help clear a hurdle to the sales of the fuel. 
The Trump administration tried to extend a fuel volatility waiver to allow for summertime sales of the fuel and did so for a few years before a D.C. Circuit Court ruling earlier this year. A provision of the Clean Air Act would require the EPA to start rulemaking on one possible regulatory route within 90 days of receiving an official request from a governor. The state leaders note they are not making a specific request today, but say they are interested in potentially pursuing that approach. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by Curious Plot, a full-service marketing, communications, and consulting agency driven to find what's next for food and agriculture clients, formerly known as FLM Harvest. Learn more online at curiousplot.agency. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.